Good evening, everyone. We are live. It is the Tuesday, March 15th edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, joined by Big Marcel. It is late today, guys, a later edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast, 7 p.m. Eastern, my time. What time is it there, Marcel, for you? Midnight, man. Midnight. Midnight. Appreciate you doing it and you guys jumping in here. Marcel, uh, I think he had uh, his team lost. Tell what happened. What what were you doing? (laughs) Yeah, man. So, um, uh, my, my team was playing like a uh, soccer team. You guys say we say football. Um, yeah, and they draw they draw two two uh, uh, two against two in the in the away game. So we had to play at home, and we lost zero against one better team for like the whole game. But we lost, and that's pro- I said to Adam before the podcast probably uh, because uh, I said I do the podcast later. Uh, they they lost to to uh, to punish me. So yeah, they pretty uh, much that's exactly what happened. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Let's get these comments. We got hype in here as always. Love this guy. Glenn, you know, Glenn, it's funny you bring this up because Glenn's always the guy talking about the daily state. Sometimes, Glenn, there was like some bill passed. I think it's passed in the States today. Like they want to get rid of it. And I think they're going to take this to Canada. They're going to get rid of it. It's not official hmm. yet, but the plan is to get rid of daily saving time or just keep it like, uh, intact the whole year or whatever. So, I mean, I'm down for that because honestly, I, I, I get annoyed changing the clock. So, you it's know, so I always screw it up, man. I always forget what time it is. So, you got Joe in the chat. What's going on, man? You got Tristan here. Yeah, I know. I saw the Patty thing. Marcel. First, he was talking shit to Marcel, right? Like, that's a fight he can't win. And then he's going against <laughs> Ilya Tabori, another fight he can't win. No, I'm kidding. But uh, we'll talk about Patty. We'll talk about Ilya. We got a uh, great card to break down for you guys tonight. Like, I, I really like this card, Marcel, UFC London. I, I just think it's an awesome card. You know, you have tons of Europeans, be- Europe's best fighters, tons yeah. of England's best fighters. Uh, just, you know, we always, I always ask you, like, your overall thoughts on the card before we actually break into it. I'm just giving you mine. I really like this card. Give me your thoughts quickly. It's a good card. I don't think it's as good as last week's, to be really honest. I think last week's was better. But this one, is a, it's a good quality card, man. Definitely for a European card, I think it's a really good card. Uh, lots of local favorites on it. Um, but quality matchups as well. I think, yeah. to be really honest, there are some prelims on this one that should be easily main card for oh, it. So, for example, Shore against Valiev. Easily. So, yeah. Easily. Or Krylov Craig, which was. Or, yeah. Um, Abdurahimov Pavlovich could be main card too. I mean, there's a lot of good fights on this card. And I'm looking forward to getting into it. We also got JPH in the chat. What's going on? So, As always, guys, you have any like thoughts on the fights or whatever, throw them in the chat. You know, I always give everyone their due here. Even if I don't agree with you, I'm going to give you your due. You know, it's all about respect here, guys. So looking forward to talking about these fights. Let's kick it off, Marcel. So one other thing I want to mention before we get into it, the lineup's changed so yeah. much this week. It's just, it's really annoying you, right? At this point, it's got to be, right? It's it's super because you got you got to know like uh, at, at Eurosport right now and uh, the uh, one of the guys uh, Dennis where I do also have the podcast on Monday he does a complete write up for the Dutch show you know so he does a complete write up for the fighters are fighting on the main card and he starts with that on Monday on 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 Sunday Monday and then they change that whole card so he has to do everything from scratch again you know what i mean so it's super annoying you remember when they last time did that pay-per-view change with the uh, carlo phillips against Rojo and uh, alexander hernandez moicano remember that on friday like yeah. why you know yeah. you could have done that on monday you know what i mean i so, know i know i feel weird. bad for you because you're always doing those like uh, posters you know what i mean so <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. got a few other guys checking with alex here and and hype's talking about the the whole patty thing anyway let's get into the fight so first fight of the night <laughs> although this might change it's, tu- it's tuesday at 7 p.m right now this could change for saturday <laughs> at 1 p.m the card's early by the way starts at 1 p.m eastern here in uh in well eastern standard time in toronto so yeah, yeah I, I i love afternoon cards i can't wait for this card anyway let's get into it first fight of the night marcel flyweights mm-hmm. muhammad mccabe making his ufc debut against cody durden 
The odds for this one are pretty lopsided. Um, Mikheyev is a minus 350 favorite, and Duran's a plus 260 underdog. So, yeah, big line here, Marcel. Do you think it's justified? This guy's making his UFC UV. What do you think? So it's difficult to say, man. You know, I see lots of fights of Mohamed Makayev on the, on the on the on his amateur career, where he was, I think, 20, 23 and 0. But I saw also his fights in, in the pro. You know, he has you can you can find those fights if you want. Um, he's a good fighter. You know, he's very technical on the ground. I think um, he has some hype behind him. We all know that. Um, if you look at Durden, we saw him three times in the UFC that draw against Chris Gutierrez. He won that first round 10 8 because mm -hmm. Gutierrez didn't do shit. Yep. And then the second and third round, Gutierrez won, so that went to a draw. Uh, then he lost to Jimmy Flick by a submission. And the last fight, he barely got past uh, Arori Kilang. Yep. Um, so, you know, it's still a debut for Mokayev in the UFC. So, I don't think you should make him that much of a favorite. You know what I mean? But do I see uh, winnable ways for him? Definitely, man. You know, yeah. definitely. I think he's a good fighter. Uh, will he finish Durden? I don't know. I think Durden is super tough. But I, I, I think Makayev, but I'm taking him with a, with a decision. But I think Durden will, will make it a difficult fight for him, man. Yeah, so, I mean, here's the thing with this guy. Like, he hasn't proven shit, guys. Like, he hasn't beaten anyone good. You know what I mean? He hasn't fought anyone good. He's super young. He's definitely, like, talented, obviously. Mm -hmm. He's only 20, uh, 21 years old. He's super young. And, you know, what, what I saw was impressive, obviously. I mean, he has a good ground game. But here's the thing, Marcel. Here's the thing. And I watched a lot. Like, last year I was working for um, a website that was covering regional MMA. So I watched a lot of, like, lower-level MMA, right? And I, I think this guy's good. I'm just saying, like, at the lower level of the sport, if you have a ground game, you can beat almost everyone. You know what I mean, Marcel? Yeah. So, like, it's been easy for this guy because he just takes them down and holds them there or chokes them out or whatever. Now he's fighting a guy with decent wrestling background. So I think this is – it could be a tough fight. It could be. I just – I haven't been too impressed with Cody Durden, to be completely honest with you, Marcel, other than that first round with Gutierrez where I was like, damn, this guy's good. Like, But other than that, I don't – I haven't been too impressed with him. So it's like I'm not willing to, like, go out there and say this guy's going to be the guy that beats McKayev and takes his O. But honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. This guy doesn't have any experience against anyone good. So, you know, this is the best fighter he's fought. Um, I don't think this guy's that good. I think it is a winnable fight, so I still am going to pick Mikhaev Marcel, but I can't recommend a bet on this guy at minus 350, guys. I would not lay that juice on him, you know? I would just pass on this one. Watch the fight, see how he does. Um, I'm hoping good things. I mean, hopefully, you know, his, his grappling, hopefully his striking is up to par too, but, you know, until I see in the octagon against, like, a capable fighter, I, I, I'm not going to lay minus 350. This is not a great yeah. bet to make. Um, the pick is Mikhaev. Um, yes, what do you think? Decision or submission? What are you thinking? The decision. Listen, man. The thing is, yeah, it's easy for people to pick him, obviously, because yeah. he has to look good in all those fights. But I gotta say, he, he, the the last fighter he beat was Blaine Driscoll, and that's a pretty decent fighter, man. Yeah, from uh, that's a pretty decent fighter. So that's a good win, and he finished him via rear naked choke in the first round. I think that convinced mm. the UFC as well to sign him, you know. But yeah. uh, I mean. It's getting only more difficult, you know, and uh, we will see, man. I mean, maybe he submits Durden in the first round, and we're all like, wow, you know, we're super impressed. But we have to see. We, we still first have to see it, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I, I agree. I, I mean, we both yeah. have the same thoughts on this fight. Yeah, I'm with you. Let's get these comments here. 
uh, Litchell's here. What's going on, man? And Glenn was saying something about taking a fight off. Yeah, I think it's they're listing on five and zero, and it's six and zero on UFC stats. So I mean, yeah, I can't tell you what what what's that about. It's five and zero now, but like yeah, I said, he, UFC stats is six and zero. So he fought, he fought a guy like Hayden Sharif, and Hayden Sharif uh, fights. Oh, I see it now. It's next under a different fight. name. Scrub. Yeah, yeah, I that, see that, that he did. It's actually kind of an official fight, but. He fights the same time, like twice in the night, under different names, you know, and that's yeah. why Typology has yeah. crossed that out as an exhibition fight. So that's yeah, I remember, cool. I remember seeing that a few months ago. Yeah, I remember that as well. Um, no, he's not bad. I just don't think he's like he's not in the UFC, man. Blaine O'Driscoll, sorry, man, he's not in the UFC. So really, is he that good of a fighter? I'm not sure. You know, I think he's okay. I think Durden's better. So I think this is a better, this is a tougher fight. I think. I mean. You know, uh, uh, anyways, I, I would I would think if this guy can get him to the ground, he can choke him out. That's what I think is going to happen. But you know, if Dirty can keep the fight standing, I'm I just I don't know how good this guy's striking is. I really have no idea. Again, most of his wins are by submission, right? So, um, Mikhail's backyard probably get. Yeah, that's the other thing. We I got to mention that. So, you know, the last bunch of cards, guys, last two years really, other than the Fight Island, occasionally we haven't had to like worry about home cooking judges, right? We haven't had to worry about it. <laughs> Now we have to this card. There could be a bad decision going away of an English fighter or whatever. So, I mean, I don't, I don't think that fight will play out like that. But there's other fights that could on this card. You know, including on the main card. We're talking about that. <laughs> the best thing decisions. Uh, yeah, no, he's he's. They definitely like him. I mean, they signed him right with you know not much experience. They obviously like what they've seen. But again, I know he went 25 and 0 as an amateur. But I mean, got, he was beating like kids. Like I, I got to see him fight like a uh, you know some really good guys. Again, Dirt is not great, so I, I do think he'll win this fight, but. I just don't know. I don't know yet how good this guy is, Marcel. I, I got to see him in the UFC first. You know, that's all I'm going to say. Anyways, uh, so he has a pro I think it's a promise for future, but he has to still show it. I agree. That's pretty much exactly what my thoughts are. I don't think the guy's bad. I think he's really good, actually. But mm -hmm. I, until I see him fight someone better than O'Driscoll, I got to kind of hedge my bets on it. All right, let's go to the next fight here: Nathaniel Wood against Vince Morales. And Wood is a big favorite here, guys. Minus two eighty, plus two forty. Vince Morales. What's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, so I think Vince Morales uh, finally got a, a nice three going with his two wins last time, you know, against uh, against Luis Smolka, that uh, great finish, and before that against Draco Rodriguez. Um, if you look at Nathaniel Wood, he he only won one of his last three, but that John Castaneda fight looks a lot better now with uh, John Castaneda stopping Miles Johns last time out, you know, although it was, I think it was a short notice fight for John Castaneda. Uh, Luce, he lost to Dotson and to... Um, Casey Kenny, you know, I don't think that those are bad losses, you know, but John Dodson, yeah, I, he, I think he was winning first round, but he completely, John Dodson turned it around, you know, so is Wood really as good as people think he is? That That's the, the main thing, you know, because I remember everybody was like crazy when he fought um, that guy in the cage. Johnny Eduardo or that guy? No, the guy in cage warriors, I think. I don't know what his name oh, was again. Oh, yeah. You remember that crazy fight where we won the Josh Reed, I think it was. And a crazy fight where he got knocked down twice or pretty much got uh, got staggered. And then he knocked him out like in the first round. Crazy round was there. And uh, everybody was so high on him. I think Wood is a good fighter. Don't get me wrong. You know, but I think it will be a super close fight. I think Morales can, uh, can make it very competitive with him. The thing is, like you said, in the last thing, you know, it's in England, you know, and with a close fight, I'm going with the English guy, so I'm going with Wood. <laughs> there you go. I mean, that, that makes sense. We got Owen in the chat. What's going on, Owen? Um, yeah, so, you know, I think I I like Wood. I mean, the guy I think is really talented. The first couple of fights in the UFC, I was like, damn, this guy is going to be a contender. He'll be a champion, maybe. Like, I thought, I, I really thought that. But 
obviously you've seen the last few fights after the John Dodson fight. I mean, that it's hasn't looked great since then. We'll just say that, but you know, he's still pretty young. He's only 28. He's still got some experience down the UFC. I think he can get back to his winning ways here. Um, you know, Vince Morales, I actually bet on him and went some money against uh, Louis Smoke in the last fight. So I think this guy's, I know his game well, and he's a pretty good striker, right? So if the fight stay, takes place in the feet, Marcel, like you said, it could be competitive. It really could be. And it could be like that Castaneda fight, which was kind of back and forth, right? So I wouldn't be surprised if that happened here. Um, but, you know, one thing I did notice, Morales, he, he could be taken down. He got submitted by Pilarte in Contender Series. He's been submitted before in his career. And Nathaniel Wood's got a damn good ground game. I think if Nathaniel Wood just wants to make this easier for himself, he should just take the fight to the ground if he can and, and choke the guy out instead of staying and trading because that's going to make it a harder fight. Um, you know, the guy had no problem staying and trading. Kenny in that last fight two years ago it was a great fight for the fans, but really wasn't a smart way to fight. I'm hoping he's going to fight a little smarter here, Marcel. Use some strategy, take the fight to the ground where I think he has the best advantage. So I got to go with Wood here, guys. It's going to either be a decision, like Marcel said, in the competitive striking fight, or he gets him to the ground to admit him. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a submission. Um, and I don't see the odds on that. Wood, I don't see any odds on that yet. Maybe it'll come up later today, but maybe that's something to take a look at Wood by submission. Dotson had that power, even dropped Yang. Yeah, Dotson's got power, no doubt about it. I put Wood in a juice parlor and sweating already. That's too funny. He should win, but and I also Morales took the fight in short notice. We should mention that as well. So he should win the fight. But, uh, you know, the guy's definitely got some holes in his game. So, yeah. Uh, let's go to the next fight here. At least Reed against Corey McKenna. Minus 225 for Corey, Corey McKenna and plus 190 on Elise Reed. What do you think about this one, Marcel? Yeah, I'm pretty – you know, the thing is, Elise Reed, uh, she, she had that fight against Sajara Eubanks last time out. Was it far? Was far from impressive, you know. She got mauled in that fight, um, but I think that one was on short notice as well. So, what can you take of that? She has that win over just Minja Sudovicius, right? And CFFC, but I think she also didn't want that fight to be really honest. So, um, the thing is, if you look at Corey McKenna, yeah, and I'm falling, I'm falling in the <laughs> again. Corey McKenna also didn't win her fight, in my opinion, against uh, against uh, what's her name against Kay Hansen. Hansen you know? yeah. I, I actually scored a 30-27 Kay Hansen, if I can remember correctly. So, I also thought Hansen won that fight. Yeah. So, but before that, in the contender series, she had a very good uh, showing against Vanessa Demopoulos, you know, and uh, she she has looked good in Cage Warriors as well. I actually, met her, man, uh, in uh, in Belgium, she's like super short. A small girl i thought she was she, at first when i saw her i thought she was like 15 or something but she was fighting that night so it was a second uh, uh pro pro fight um i see mckenna winning this one i think she's also training a team alpha male you know uh in the in, uh, in uh, sacramento california and i i expect her to win this to be really honest i see more uh she has a bigger uh how do you say that uh i think she has a bigger future than elise reed in the in the ufc and uh, she's she's a little bit more talented, I think. So uh, I'm going with uh, with Corey McKenna. Not a finish, a decision win for uh, for our Corey McKenna and for uh, for Poppins. Poppins, yeah. I'm gonna say right now, I really like her in this fight. I think she wins this fight, and I think this is good odds too, guys. At minus two twenty five, I'm capping her as a bigger favorite. I think she should be like three to one, maybe four to one. I really like her in this fight, and I think she wins the decision too. That's another way to look at this fight. Um, the odds on that plus plus a hundred. You can get even money on that. I think that's the way this fight goes. I think it's a McKinnon decision. You know, she has pretty good ground game. You know, we saw that against uh, Demopolis. I mean, the fact that she was able to grind her out. Demopolis has got a good guard. We saw that against, in her last fight against uh, Silva Guarra. Submitted her off her back in the armbar after being rocked. 
So mm-hmm. this girl was in her guard for 15 minutes and just beat her up. Like she had a lot of control in that fight, 11 minutes of control. I, I don't think she beat Kay Hansen either, but you know, it was a competitive fight. So it is what it is with that decision. Uh, here's the thing with Elise Reed, like, you know, I can give her kind of a pass, right, for the Eubanks fight because yeah. it was at 125. She's moving back down to 115 here. Eubanks was coming from 135. We're going to give her a pass on that one. But here's the, here's the fight I can't give her a pass on. And we talked about this one a few months ago, and it made us both money. Jasmine, Jazdavicious, that fight in CFFC, she shouldn't have won that fight. Jasmine should have won that fight. And that's why me and Marcel were like, take over Hanson. Like, she's being underrated because of that loss. And I think this girl's being almost overrated because of that win, which I don't think she should have really won. And even the other fights that she won, she – she struggles on, on the ground. Like if she gets your back or whatever, she can submit you. But I've seen a lot of girls get in top position, just handle her. So that's what I think happens here. I really like Corey McKenna guys. I think she finds her out, wins a decision. Um, could I could see being 30, 27 in this fight. I mean, I just don't rank at least read that high. And like I said, I, I see a big hole in her game. She could be taken down, put in her back. And I see Corey McKenna doing this fight. So that's what I think happens here. Let's go with comments here. <laughs> Joe McKenna is going with his fellow McKenna. Of course you are, Joe. <laughs> Tristan's talking about the mechanic concussion thing. I mean, a lot of fighters deal with that, man. It's professional fighting, dude. They're going to deal with concussions. It's obviously not a good thing, especially for a oops, sorry guys, a young no, fighter. There goes a concussion. Yeah, I know. There's my concussion right there. No, for young, <laughs> I mean, you don't want to hear about it, but like, I mean, you're getting punched and kicked in the head all day, like in training or in fights. So it's going to happen. I'm, I'm not super worried about it, although I know that interview you're talking about with John. Um, can a decision? You think that happened? <laughs> Never mind staying away from it. It is lower low, but I, I like McKenna here. I think it's a good price too, man. Like I, you look at this card, guys. There's like ten fighters that are like minus five hundred or whatever, and then you got her at minus two hundred. I think she should be like minus three, four hundred. So, Andrew's saying he thinks Bree's being slept on. I don't know, man. I mean, she's okay, but I wasn't too impressed with her CFT run. The Hillary Rose win was okay, but like look at the other wins, Marcel. Like, again, the Jasmine win. I don't think she won that fight. The Rebecca Briegman girl. I mean. She's better known for her uh, oh, porn adult, star. adult uh, yeah. film career. I mean, that's not a good win. So I know she's the champion. I actually like that organization, CFFC, but I'm not too – I don't know. I'm not too high on her, but we'll see what happens in this fight. I mean, at the end of the day, there's two fighters in the cage. I mean, one look at win. So I'm not going to, like, complete this counter, but everything I've seen, McKenna should win the fight. Glenn's talking with the hometown pressure. That's true, Glenn. I mean, you never know. But I, I just think she's going to wrestle her, Glenn. Glenn, if she gets in a wild and sand and trade, I don't want to bet her on that spot, but I think she's going to take her down, you know? So, and I, Tristan, I, I think it's definitely relevant. I mean, I, I like listening to all that stuff, all the interviews I can and, and hear about the fighters. But all I'm saying is, like, I mean, it's it's fighting. You're going to deal with brain injuries. It's unfortunate. Hopefully, it doesn't turn a situation like that guy, uh, Chris Holdsworth, from Team Alpha Male. He ended up retiring because of concussions. He was an ultimate fighter winner. He's, I think he's training her right now, which is crazy, so... Maybe that's why they're taking it. They, they took that uh, took the time off last year because they know what happened with Chris. They didn't want the same thing happen with Corey. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Jack Shore against Timur Valiev. Um, you know, this is such a great fight. It's kind of sad it's buried so far in the card, but it is what it is. Uh, it's, a, it's an awesome fight here, Marcel. Minus 120, Timur Valiev, plus 100, Jack Shore. Man, it's the closest fight on the card according to odds, except for the main event. So, or actually, there's two other fights. The Arnold Allen fight also is close, but I mean, this card's got some. It's a weird card. There's a bunch of fighters that are like minus 500. And then you have like four fight fighters that are like minus 150, minus 120. So in this case, you've got value of a small favorite, Marcel. What do you think? Who's going to win the fight? No Bellator odds here, man. I mean, this is a great fight. I really like it. It's, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Timur Valiev. I think he's a very good fighter. He showed in the Barcelos fight last time out as well. Um, I'm still salty about the Trevin Jones one because I think the fight should be stopped in the first round. Then it got stopped in the second round by Toyoni, but Toyoni is an idiot, as we all know. And uh, But the fight went through a no contest due to 
marijuana use or whatever. I, I, by the way, I hate that when that happens. It's complete bullshit. Mm -hmm. But um, Jack Shore, we know what you want to do, man. He wants to take the fight to the ground and control you there. You know, he did it with Ludwig Shalinian last time out. He tries to go for submission, but he's, he's okay with taking you to the ground and keeping you there. So um, very uh, talented guy, Jack Shore. I know it's in England, so... If it's a close fight, I know Jack is a Welshman, but they still feel like it's a, it's Britain, you know. So I maybe should go with Shore, but I got to go with Valiev, man. I think he, he can win a decisive fight, you know what I mean, on, on the ground as well. He's he's very good, I feel. And um, this is a bad matchup for sure, I feel. But, man, otherwise he would have fought Umar Nurmagomedov, and it's not even a bit more better fight, you know. It's a really tough fight as well. I really yeah. like Shore, but I think Valiev wins the fight for unanimous decision. Yeah, this is this sucks because I like Jack Shore a lot. I bet on him in all his fights in the UFC. And, you know, the Hunter Azure fight, I was sweating on that one. I'm not going to lie. It was close, right? But, I mean, the other fights, he, he made it look easy. So the guy's been money for me. But, Marcel, I always say this, guys. Sometimes you got to know when to, to fold him, right? And I don't think this is a good fight for this guy. I, I'm, I'm completely with you, Marcel. I, I think it's going to be a bad matchup for him because Valiev also has good wrestling, really good wrestling. Yeah. And he's definitely the better striker. You know, like, definitely. So, this fight, if it goes to the ground, yeah, sure can grind him out for a decision, right? But from what I've seen, Valiev's got really good wrestling. He's usually the guy in top control. He just beat Hayoni Barcelos. That is such a good win. That guy is super high level. I rank that win very highly. Um, I, I think this guy's going to, like you said, Marcel, prove to be a bad matchup. I think he keeps it on the feed and outstrikes Jackson and wins the decision. So, that's what I like here. I like Timur Valiev. And again, you know, this is one of the closest fights of the card, but we were agreeing on it. So, Dahlia by decision, what is the odds? Plus uh, 178, I'm seeing. So, that's not bad. I mean, maybe that's the way to go. But I, I like him here, maybe just straight up, if anything. Um, you know, I, I know some of you guys are saying short in the comments. I get it. He's a good gra gra uh, grappler. But, you know, Marcel, I'm still not sure about him outside the grappling. I got to be honest with you, Marcel. If he can't get you to the ground, I'm, I, I completely agree. If he doesn't get your back, get you to the ground, then I'm not sure. You know, because Azure fight, he struggled a little bit at times against a guy who could stop the wrestling at times. And you saw what happened. It was a close fight. So yeah. this one, I think, is going to be just like that, Marcel. Competitive fight, but ultimately value of winning decision. So, all right, let's go. Uh, get the comments here. Hype says he's got Shore. Um, Valley of undefeated. Yeah, the Trevor the Jones fight was was a weird stoppage. Obviously, Shore used the cage to control Valley. I'm not sure, guys. I don't know. Also, I mean, it's just it's just one fighter. But I was reading Aljamain Sterling because he trained with him. He was like, this guy is one of the best wrestlers in the division. Like Aljamain was saying that, right? Like, and I believe it to be honest with you, Valley of right. And that's all I need to know. If he can stop the takedowns, he'll win the fight. You know, more so. That's what I think yeah. happens. So that's my thoughts on this. I see some of you guys are on the other way. That, that's totally fair. Uh, epic. Epic new memes going on the underdog. Yeah, I mean, they opened at minus 110 each. I should mention that, guys. Like, the odds are very close still. They opened at a pick -em, So the odd figures, like, you guys figure it out, basically. And it looks like slightly people are leaning towards value, but there's obviously tons of support for sure, too. So really good fight. I really like this fight. I can't wait for it to, uh, to go down. Although I do think it should be in the main card, Marcel. That's my thought. Oh, for sure. For sure. Now, let's go to a fight that was supposed to be in the main card. Next two, actually, were, and they got moved. Uh, Nikita Krylov against Paul Craig. In the light heavyweight division, we got Krylov minus 190, Paul Craig plus 165. Go ahead, Marcel. Start off on this one. Adam, I have to say it again. It's Paul Craig. Paul Craig. Paul, it's like Paul Craig, like that. Paul, Paul, Paul Craig. Craig. Yeah. 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 So Paul, Paul Craig. Craig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. The thing is, Nikita Krylov, 
he bores me, man, in this last couple of fights. You know, he keeps he, he keeps you he tries to keep you down. We have a great story, man. I don't know. Are you do you know Davidson Baker? Yes. I, that's yeah. you know what, Marcel? That's the guy I saw you do because I didn't um yeah. I didn't know you spoke English actually. Like this was three years ago, guys. So yeah. I didn't know Marcel actually even spoke English. And he did a podcast with some guy named Davidson. And I was like, this guy needs to be on, a, on on another show. And then I ended up, you know, getting him on here. So that's kind of what happened. I just saw randomly. I knew who you were, Marcel. We were friends on Twitter and stuff, but I yeah. didn't really know that because all I saw was your MMA DNA post for years. You know, then all of a sudden you're, I'm like, this guy's got good English too. He can do a podcast. So that's what happened, guys. That's how Marcel ended up. Yeah, here. Yeah. Anyways, keep going, Marcel. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So Davidson had a bet on the, between the links where Mike Hack is also, and he just was like, if uh, Krilov against Walker goes to a decision. I do my uh, my hair cut as Larry. What's that guy with the bolt here and the hair there? Larry, Who? Larry something. Who? Larry somebody. Uh, uh, Larry Davis. Yeah. Comedian like guy. The, oh, okay. From from yeah, the like the hair here, here and bolt yeah, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he did that on the podcast, and he showed. That. <laughs> it's amazing. That's too funny. So, that guy's hilarious, yeah. by the way. But yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, the thing is, I, I was all. Marcel, your thing's on. It's on mute. It's on mute. There you go. Again, I think uh, I was always high on Krilov, but um, I'm not really. I don't really feel how we're fighting lately, man. I think you're fighting very uh, safe, taking people down, um, and he's also losing sometimes. If you look at Paul Craig, I think um, he's on a good run in his career, you know. And I, if Krilov goes for a takedown, is stupid. He might be regretting that with Paul Craig, you know, because. Yeah. He can finish you from downside and from upside, you know. So I'm taking Paul Craig here. I think he, he might submit Krilov, man, for some reason. I got a feeling he maybe he does it the uh, early third round. Yeah, and we got Gabe in the chat too. Gabe Kelly from MMAoddsbreaker.com. Uh, Gabe, what's up, man? Good to have you here, buddy. Um, you know, Marcel, I think this is one of the hardest fights in the court to call. I really do. I've been struggling with this one, guys. So this is obviously not a fight I'm betting on because I, I'm struggling to find the winner. Um you know, Craig, he's really surprised me lately. You know, Marcel, he's looked phenomenal, I think. It just, you know, if he gets you to the ground, you're fucked. I mean, at this point, you know, like he's just so deadly on the ground. And the last few fights have been just brutal. I mean, the the, the Hill fight was incredible. Even the Shogun fight, he looked great in that fight, the second one. Um, the guys just look great. I mean, he really has impressed me. But, you know, I still can't forget that this is a guy who's been knocked out, you know, numerous times. And it's a guy who can lose fights. Like, it's, sure. yeah, he's improved, but... I, I still, I'm still not 100 sure how good he really is. You know, Krilov, you know, he's been in the UFC for years. He's a guy that's been up and down throughout the years. Um, he's a guy who left the UFC, came back. You know, so you got to respect that because it showed, you know, how bad he wanted to come back. And I think he's looked good since he came back, honestly. Because here's the thing: he's two and three, right? But he beat Johnny Walker. It was a good win at the time. I mean, he, he was underdog in that fight. He wasn't supposed to win the fight, and took him down, grinding him out. It was a smart fight. OSP. That was a guy who choked him out years ago, and he beat him in the rematch and choked him out, you know? And then the losses, Magomed and Kalai, it was a 29-28 fight, guys, super close. Glover Teixeira, 29-28 split decision, super close fight. Glover couldn't tap him out, and then he almost tapped Glover out at the end of the first round with the rear naked choke. I was watching that fight back the other day. I was like, oh, my God. He was that close to finishing Glover. It was crazy. And then he beat, he lost to Jan. So he's losing to, like, the best guys in the world and, and beating pretty good guys, too. And I think he's really improved his game. Because the guy at the beginning of his UFC career, I mean, on the ground, I mean, if you get him to the ground, he was, he was done, you know. But the guy is matured now. He's been in the UFC for many years now. He's only 29, which is crazy because he's been around for so long. He has so many fights. He's still young. 
And, you know, he's, he's, he's improved, I think, especially with the submission defense. I think it's been harder to submit this guy lately. Now, if he's going to, you know, try to take this fight to the ground, I don't think that's the right way to go. But, you know, the fact that Glover couldn't get him under there makes me kind of think that maybe his submission defense is good enough to to go the three with Craig. I mean, I, I can't say for sure. I'm not betting money on this fight at all. But I still think I have to pick Krylov, so I'll, I'll take him to win the fight, Marcel. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Craig pulled this one off, guys. I would not be surprised. I'm staying away from it. But yeah. Oh, Gabe, that fight was so bad. You're talking about Krylov and Soa Pulili. It was, remember that fight, Marcel? <laughs> yeah. Gabe, I mean, that's when Gabe started fighting at Osbreaker. Gabe, it was just like a slop fest. Like they were so gassed in the third round, man. What's Here's the other thing. Was I, still I was a heavyweight, say, right? Pardon? Yeah, it was a heavyweight. And that's the thing. He used to be a fat, out of shape heavyweight. He's, a, he's, he's ripped. Go, go look at his Instagram. He's in sick shape for this fight. Yeah. I think he's training in England, by the way. I'm pretty sure he's at London. Yeah, he was early in London. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Saying, yeah, I've got to mention this. He is Ukrainian. They're fighting with a lot of motivation right now. You know what I mean? That's the other thing. But it's hard to really cap that but, game. But, you know, so. But take in mind that uh, he, I, I actually asked a question on Twitter uh, on, on Saturday uh, about why they didn't have the Ukrainian flag for Nikita Krylov on the broadcast. They had it like blank. blank. Yeah. And um, somebody said to me, like, he's coming from the parts that uh, Russia wants to be with Russia, you know what I mean? Those two parts. And he also shows always the Russian and the Ukrainian flag. So there's a big possibility that he said, like, I don't want my flag there, you know what I mean? Because I don't want to take sides or whatever. So yeah. I don't I don't think it's the same as Moros because Moros is really against, is with Ukraine against Russia. And for Krylov, right. it's kind of like a 50-50 kind of thing that he's in between, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, a couple of comments. Joe says he likes Craig as my sub, and, and so does this guy too. And Brandy likes him by sub too. Like I said, I'm kind of on the fence. Like I, I, I could definitely see that happening. It's either Craig by sub, or I think Krylov probably knocks him out. Right? Like that's probably yeah. that's how he wins a lot of his fights. I mean, I know he's been grinding him out lately, but I like if he's gonna try to grind out Paul Craig on the ground for 15 minutes, that doesn't seem like a smart idea. I think you just you know keep it standing and go for the knockout. Probably thought Craig was a great grab. Looked over his strength schedule. I mean, lately he's fought good guys, but in general, yeah. With Krylov, I have to go with him too. I think, but it's really close. Like I'm very much on the fence. It's like 50. You know, I always say, Marcel, like 51, 49. That's kind of I am in this fight, really, because I think Craig's looked great lately. It's just I still feel like that guy that we saw in the beginning of his career was getting knocked out. It's going to show up at some point too. So we'll see what happens. So the next fight here, I'm pretty sure someone's getting knocked out in this fight. Shamil Durhimov against Sergey Pavlovich. Pavlovich is a huge favorite, minus 300, plus 250 on Shamil. Go ahead, Marcel, give your breakdown. So we got the talented former Fight Nights global champion against the ancient Dagestani warrior. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Shamil Abdurakhimov, uh, he lost his last two fights. I don't think he looked bad against Dawkins in the beginning, you know, but Dawkins... And, and he was off for like three years before that, too, yeah, you know? It was yeah. after the long layoff, so go ahead. Yeah, he was actually supposed to fight, I think, Cyril Gann twice, and it didn't happen. He lost to Curtis Blades before. Before that, he had a nice three-fight win streak, you know, but uh, I mean... Pretty much against guys he should want it, win against at that moment. You know, Arlovski is a good win still, I, get, I I think. And Tabura back then. Tabura was on a nasty losing skit back then, you know, and now he's back, yeah. Tabura. So back then, it was a fight I expected him to win. If you look at Pavlovich, man, I remember, man, when Pavlovich came in, in the UFC, he fought over him. I was yeah. like, wow, man, this is going to be good. He got folded, man, by Overeem. Dude, I bet on Overeem. He was an underdog in that fight, guys. I remember betting on Overeem. I had to do it. I was like, he has so much experience. Anyways, go ahead. But I remember that fight (laughs) very well. And uh, and then he won against Goldman, against Green. But those are wins I expected him to get. Um, Listen, man, I don't feel 
comfortable to pick a 40 year old age ancient man in mma you know what i mean there are only like uh like a handful who can compete still at the highest level at that kind of age you know and uh abdurakimov i don't know he's like he's like that guy who's still in the top 15 that i don't really feel like he should be in the top 15 and yeah. sergey pavlovich is should be in the top 15 but isn't fighting on a regular basis to be can to so he can claim to be definitely in the fifth top 15 which he is uh i expect pavlovich to knock him out in the first one to be really honest there you go. And by the way, I was going to talk about this. Uh, I, I saw that comment, Gabe. I agree. I mean, you can't discount Craig getting subbed himself because True. he has been subbed, right? It, it's yeah. happened by uh, Jimmy Cruz. So it's possible. But I think it's more likely that he probably subbed Crazy him, fight, right? by the way. Yeah. That was a crazy fight. I agree. Um, you know, okay. So, I mean, Pavlich should win the fight, right? He should win. He should win. He's the younger guy. He's, you know, got more momentum coming in this fight. He's got the wins. He's been knocking guys out. And you know what, Marcel? The thing about this guy is uh, – before coming to the UFC, he actually had a pretty good run in Russia. And, like, he went five rounds before. Like, and went five strong. He wasn't even tired, really, in the fifth round. So, this is the guy can knock you out in the first and still be good to go later on in the fight, which is good to see. Hmm. You know? It's interesting. Having said that, this still is a heavyweight fight. Shamil's still a huge guy with big power. We see him knock out lots of people in the UFC. So, do I really want to lay minus 300 on it? I don't think I can, Marcel. I think it's a stay away for me. I'm going to stay away from this one. I, I, I feel like... Pavlich should win. He should definitely be favored, but it's heavyweights. One punch can end the fight, and this guy could just land a haymaker. You never know. So because of that, I think there's some better guys to, to pick on this card as big favorites, personally, just because of that risk of getting knocked out in the heavyweight fight. So if you want to parlay him, I don't blame you at all. I'm just saying, for me, I'm probably going to I'm probably going to stay um, stay away from Marcel. But for fantasy, for, like for DraftKings, I'll have Pavlich you know, on a lot of my teams. I might put Shamil in a few, though, too, because he does have power, Marcel. I mean, it's heavyweight fight. It could happen. You never know. Can sure likes the over. I mean, maybe. I, I think it ends pretty quick, but you know, that's what everyone thinks, right? What's the over? It's probably plus money, isn't it? Let's take a look at that. Over in this fight is yeah, it's plus one thirty. I mean, maybe like, it could, but I, I expect a quick knockout. But we'll see what happens. Like I said, Pavlov should win the fight, guys. But anytime you're laying minus three hundred on a, on the heavyweight, he hasn't fought in three years, by the way. So. Shamila, it's actually two year layoff. I apologize. I said two years for him. It was two years for him, three for Pavlich, and the Fossil 2019, Marcel. Very <laughs> long time. It's a long time, man. I, I think he'll come back and look good, but I got to see it. Mm. Mike Grundy versus Macron and Amerconi. I Why is this the feature prelim? That, that fight has no place as a feature prelim over Nikita Krilov against Greg, over Faliev against uh, Shora, over Pavlovich against Abdurakimov. It doesn't make sense. This should be like probably the first fight of the next second. Like it's. Yeah. The loser's getting cut, so I yeah, don't really understand sure. why it's... Anyways, um, as far as the odds go, you know, this is another interesting fight in the card. It actually opened as a pick of minus 110 each, but money's been coming in on Grundy all week. Now he's minus 170, plus 150 in So what do you think? Also, a big chance that there's going to be wrestling a lot in this fight, so I don't understand why this is the featured prelim, because the UFC <laughs> loves to uh, bump up the fights. They think there will be a knockout. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mike Grundy lost his last two fights, right? Uh, he only won one in the UFC so far against Nat Narimani. Um, good wrestler, you know. Uh, he's actually the re- I think he's a wrestling coach for Darren Till as well as a Team Coban. Uh, Macron Americani, he lost his last three, but got to mention the Adson Barbosa fight he did well in the third round. Uh, he came away like Kirk. I think he won that fight. Actually, he didn't lose that fight, in my opinion. And in this last fight, he was winning against Leroy Murphy until, until Leroy Murphy um, gave him that uh, flying knee. 
you know. So the thing is, do I think Makwan Amerikani's ground game is better than my Grundy's ground game? I'm not sure, to be really honest. You know, uh, if you look at what the guys did in the UFC so far, you would say maybe, you know, but Mike Grundy has lost to Mosar Evloev, who, yeah. who would beat Makwan Amerikani as well, you know, yeah. and he lost to Lando Venada. And I don't know, man, what Makwan Amerikani would do against him. Questionable, you know. Um, I got to feel like that will be a close fight. And, um, man, we're in England, right? So uh, we're taking a split decision for Mike Grundy here. There you go. Yeah, I mean, you know, the odds have shifted now, and he's a comfortable favorite. But at a pick and price, I mean, I was I was leaning Grundy because at that point, a lot of people were kind of unsure. I mean, that's the way I'm leaning in this fight, though. I think there's, a, I think it's a good matchup for him because Macwan, you know, he's a grappler. He's got to get you the ground. If he on yeah. the feet, he doesn't have anything. Like he's got nothing. I mean, I'm not saying Grundy's a great striker either. He's really not. But he's he can, has some decent hands. He knocked out Nadir Money. Also, he uh, landed at some big punches on Lando, who's hard to hit too. So. And I also look at the Evlov fight, Marcel. Marcel, he actually took Evlov down six times in that fight. I know, yeah. Evlov couldn't get him down. He took him down six times. So the guy's a high-level wrestler. And here's the other thing. Macron's gas tank is so bad. Like, he doesn't have 50 minutes of gas. So gas out before that happens. If the fight. So if he gets a sub, that's not a win. And Grundy, I believe, has been subbed before. So it's possible, obviously. But I feel like these guys, the wrestling's going to cancel out. Take place in the field. I think Grundy's just a little better, better at the boxing. And He'll land more and win a decision. So I like Grundy in this fight, Marcel. I think he wins the decision in this one. That's my lean. Um, the wrestling cast each other out. Who's the better striker? Mm-hmm. Mike Grundy, I think. And not, it's not like it's much better, but he also has the better gas tank, and that's why I like him in this fight. Because Mac One's gas tank is just it's just not good, you know. So yeah. worries me. Joe likes Mac One though. Mitchell likes Macwan. Andrew actually, likes Macwan. So we're on the other side with these guys. That's okay. Actually, actually, good point, man. The, the Gabe likes Mac One too. What are you going to say? Sorry? The gas tank of Macron is very concerning all the time. Right? Yeah. I think that's a good point. And I agree with Gabe here. I mean, I even mentioned this uh, like two weeks ago when we did the 272. True. That three, that third round, he took him down three times. I agree with you. But just as, and as a whole, I mean, that Cam Willa-Kirk fight, man, again, he should have won that fight. But because of that third round, he just got so t- – he was exhausted at the end of the Shane Burgos won. Yeah, that fight too. Exhausted Marcel. Oh, my God. Now, again, the guys he's fighting are absolute studs. Yeah. So true. let's be fair. Like – He's lost to good fighters, man. Arnold Allen, Burgos, Barboza, Kirk, and Murphy. I mean, it's not bad losses. Maybe the Kirk one's not great, but that's not bad, right? But here's the thing: like, really, who is he beaten to? You know, that's the other thing too. He, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm. We'll see what happens. I mean, maybe I'm wrong here. I mean, I, at th- at this point, the line is getting a little bit out of hand. I like Grundy more at minus one ten than minus one eighty. So, you know, there's going to be some dogs that win this card. I can't blame you guys for taking plus one fifty on on uh, Macwan because he does have that submission ability, but. For me, it's I think it's a bad matchup for him, or so I, I think the same as you. So and Grundy did gas that fight too. That's true. But he looked improved against uh well, it wasn't all wrestling based too, right? That's the thing. I don't think he's gonna try to I don't think he's gonna do for those go for those like low shot, low percentage takedowns, uh, Gabe. I hope not, right? Probably not if I'm going to bet on guys. I'm not saying that, but I got to make a pick, and it's going to be Mike Grundy by decision. And I think Marcel also. I think bringing up the judges is probably smart here too because. You know, it could be competitive. Um, but yeah, Grundy by decision is plus 164. I mean, that's kind of what we're looking at. Let's go to the next fight here. It's the main card, Marcel. Um, so it's funny because like a few days ago, I was looking through the card and I uh, I tweeted about this. Um, this fight was like listed to open the card, Jay Herbert and Ilya Tupurbia. And I was I tweeted, I'm like, holy fuck, this card, this, this fight's opening the card. This card's amazing. And at that point, I actually thought the lineup looked sick. 
And then they switch it up. It's getting its main card spot, though. It deserves to be the main card because this fight is one of the best fights in the card. Ilya Tapur against Jai Herbert. I love this fight. Uh, Ilya is a big favorite. He's minus 400, plus 300 on Jai. But I still think it's going to be an exciting fight for how long it lasts. So give me your thoughts on this one, Marcel. Who do you think wins this one? Ilya is a lot shorter than Jai, right? Um, I think uh, he's pretty much a, a head, one and a half head smaller than Jai. Um, yes. But if you look at what they have done so far, man, I mean, Jai, he lost his first two UFC fights, but it was against good competition. They got Francisco Trinaldo, what's up, Dan Hardy, and uh, against, um, what, what's his name again? Against Renato Moicano, right? Mm -hmm. That's like a super tough first two fights for your debut, man. They would have never do that to Paddy Pimlet. So um, the third fight, he looked good against Kamaworthy. It was a fight he was supposed to win, in my opinion. And uh, he did very well. Um, if you look at Tupuria, man, Tupuria actually is a grand specialist. You know, I saw him in Cage Warriors in Belgium where he fought uh, Brian Boulan. He won that fight, was supposed to win the title, but he didn't make weight, so he didn't get the title. Um, went to Brave, did well there. Came to the UFC, uh, first fight against uh, Zalal. Well, had difficulties with his cardio, but he said like uh, he was sick before and he, he didn't train well. Still won the fight. But there's two fights against, against Damon Jackson, dude, and against Ryan Hall. Damon Jackson, he looked crisp as striking, you know. And against Ryan Hall, uh, he, he, he prevented the takedowns, you know, and then he knocked him out at the end of the first round. So, I mean, I know he's fighting a weight class up. He's the shorter guy, but he's the much more talented guy, in my opinion. You know, so for me, I actually expect him to uh, to to use his, his boxing a lot, but also go to the ground at a certain moment and he uh, finishing uh, Jai Herbert with a submission in the second round. Yeah, I love this fight. Like I said, um, you know, it is interesting. The size is interesting, right? Because Herbert's big; um, he's six inches taller and has eight inches of reach, guys. So that's definitely worth noting. And Tapuri has actually fought as low as 135 in his career. So he's at 155 in this fight. So he'll be a little bit undersized. But talent wins out, man. Talent wins out. This guy is about as skilled and talented as like any prospect there is right now. I think this guy is phenomenal. I'm all in on this guy. I do believe he'll be um, you know, contending for the belt. I don't know if he'll win the belt, but I think he'll fight for the belt. Um, I really do in the next couple of years. He's only 25 years old, by the way, and he's already ranked in the top 15, right? He's very good. Um, at, at 145, this fight's at 155, obviously. I mean, that's what makes it a little bit interesting, but I, I still think it's kind of an easy fight to call. I think Ilya wins all day. And really, for me, the whole question is, like, how does he win the fights? Because I think that's the best way to get value on the bets, guys, to look at a prop in this fight, because I think he wins the fight. I, I'm pretty convinced he wins the fight. You could parlay him for sure. I think a lot of people will. But I'm looking at the props here. I'm looking at, you know, Tapuria by knockout or submission. Um, you know, there's not much value on it at this point, you know, plus 200 for a knockout, plus 110 for a sub. You kind of have to like really, you know, hunker down and and, and, and figure out what it's going to be. And I think, like, I, like you said, Marcel, I could see, honestly see it going either way. I think he could knock him out like he has with Hall and Jackson. It looked amazing on the feet. But I also look at Herbert and the, the McCaniel fight, and it just seems like it's just an easier path to victory to take this guy to the ground, right? He was taken out five times in that fight. Now, the size difference might make it harder to get him down to the ground, but I still think he'll get him to the ground. And Herbert, you know, he's definitely a tough dude, but, you know, honestly, I, I don't think many people will survive with Tapuri on the ground if he gets you on, on the ground. So, you know, I, I think he finishes a Marcel, TKO or submission, but feel really strongly about the guy in the fight. And, uh, you know, minus 400, I know it's a high line, but I, I think it's more than justified. I mean, the guy's super talented, and this is a fight he should win all day. He really should win this fight. 
get these comments quickly, guys. Tapiria looks like the truth. He's great, man. He is well-rounded. He can knock you out, and he can take you around and submit you. So you said you get submit uh, submission, Marcel, or are you thinking of knockout? What are you, what are you thinking? For the, I have a submission the second submission? round. Yeah, submission second round. Yeah, that, that, that sounds pretty accurate, actually. Talk about... Uh, we did yesterday, bro. Yeah, we talked about all about yesterday. Uh, uh, Kenshiro. We gave we, him a lot of props. We gave someone lots of props. Yeah, yeah Marcel Adam. We did see it, uh, Randy. Yeah. Someone mentioned this earlier in the chat. Um, we saw it. Uh, Marcel and Patty are. You know, that's the fight we got to see first. But after that fight, we could see Ilya fight uh, Patty. You see, not gonna make that fight. They gotta do an open weight division. Marcel, big Marcel. I, gets I, I mean, they're not gonna make the Patty against <laughs> okay. the Korea fight. They're not gonna do that. I know. Guys, thoughts on Tony Chandler not being in events. Uh, Shoot. Uh, I don't want to take too much off-topic stuff right now. I'm sorry, I just saw that. But he's uh, by the way, he's saying uh Jingli and Jeff Neal. I mean, this guy, a loco, we respect you, man. You're always bringing uh dropping the news. There you go, Marcel. There's one to, to keep your eye on. Right, uh, right. Jingli and Jeff Neal, 275. Herbert getting slept like Trinal makes his chin. Yeah, I, I agree completely. You know, Andrew, you know what's funny about that fight? That was on Fight Island. I bet on Herbert because he was on such a roll when he's fighting old man Trinaldo, right? And I'm like, Herbert's gonna win. He was making the fight look so easy. I'm like, man, this is such an easy bet. Dang, crack, done. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And that's the sport we live. That's the, We live and die by the sword in this game, right? So you can never get too high on it, guys, but you can never get too low either. Like that Merzikano fight the other day, I was like, man, this bet's, the bet loses, and it, and it won. You know, Marcel, so you never really know. You got to watch the whole 50 minutes or 25 or whatever. Sure. Yeah. West Coast doesn't like Pat either. It's funny. Yeah, I, I think Ilya would knock him out. I think Ilya knocks out Patty Pimblett if they fight for sure. Like I, I – I would actually like to see the fight because I think the line would be pretty competitive because Patty's also a minus 500 favorite in this card. So. You, you, you know the UFC is not going to risk Patty. They're not going to do that fight, obviously, but Tapuri would win easily. Yeah. Remember, Tapuri met with Dana White like uh, a few weeks ago or whatever. They, I think they signed a new contract, Marcel, I believe, and, mm-hmm. and he got this fight, and it was a short-notice fight to kind of like – Herbert had another opponent, right? Who was he supposed to fight? It was Mike else. Davis. Mike Davis, and that was going to be a banger too, so – they wanted to get the guy in a banger. I don't know if he's going to be in one here because he probably just get taken down. All right, let's go to the next I fight. Think, I right. think his nickname his nickname is the Black, the Black Country, Country banger, banger, right? It yeah. is. The guy can bang. I mean, he, he definitely can. But again, you know, the fact he's been knocked up by Ternaldo and Reese McKee, that kind of worries me a little bit. Reese McKee's not like a knockout artist. He knocked him out. So. But he's got power too. I mean, you saw that against Worthy. You saw that in Cage Warriors. All right. This one's interesting. Molly McCann is <laughs> Luana Carolina. I see the last comment. Oh, I'm sorry. I must have missed it. Did I miss it? Oh, I, I apologize. Marcel used Patty's head to mop the ring after he got done with him, probably. I, I'm just going to sit on him and he's done. So, <laughs> Alo was asking what, with Aspinall what would happen next. Uh, I think the winner gets, you know, probably a top five guy. So, yeah, I'm probably, yeah. I think, you know, I kind of like that Ty Stipe fight. I kind of feel like Ty deserves it, you know, like he called him out and he kind of deserves it a little bit. So, I think Ty probably deserves it more. He knocked out Derek Lewis. You kind of deserve a lead guy after that. Yeah, I know it's crazy, right? He he didn't he missed weight for that fight against Evlov. Was it Evlov? Was that the fight? Yeah, yeah. Damn, that was such a hard fight to call. Jeez, when you think about it, eh? Evlov, Evlov, and then he was uh he put he or Evlov pulled out due to COVID, and yeah. then he was supposed to fight Jordan on short notice. Remember? Yeah. And yeah. then he didn't weigh in or whatever what happened. I don't know. Or so it absolutely was pretty patty baddie. All right, let's go to the next fight. <laughs> Molly McCann and, and Luana Carolina. Uh, Gabe's in the chat. He's doing a max bet on, on McCann. I know, his, I know, Gabe, your units are pretty high. So, I mean, that's definitely a big bet for you. Molly McCann is a minus 140 favorite, plus 120. Luana Carolina. Go ahead, Marcel, to start us off. I'm just surprised Gabe uh, betting on women fights. I thought he never did that. Oh, what's that, Leon? What's that, Leon? Let me know, Gabe. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, Leon Shabazian or uh, Leon, uh, the other Leon guy. I forgot his last name. He was. Uh, He's also a great, a great uh, camper, I think. Um, 
Smack, Smack the God. That's his name, Smack. Oh, yeah, his uh, boy. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. He's great, by the way. Yeah. Um, Molly McCann against Luana Carolina. I can't agree with Gabe, man. I think Molly McCann wins the fight. You know, I think Luana Carolina, she hasn't looked bad in the UFC, but I don't see anything special. The only thing she has probably, uh, she has she has a good Muay Thai game, but there is nothing that jumps out to me, you know. And Molly McCann is just nasty, you know. You know what you get. She comes forward, she walks forward. It doesn't matter to her if she gets cuts here or big eyes here. She comes forward, she puts up her, her double fingers, and she... She, she tries to walk through you. That's what she does. And Luana doesn't have a great ground game, so she doesn't have to be afraid for that. And Molly will stand and bang with her, and I expect Molly to win the decision pretty decisively, to be honest. Damn. Well, I guess I'm on an island, guys, with this one. You know what? Here's the thing. Luana doesn't get any credit. You know, she's won all her, her last two fights as an underdog. No one gave her any credit. Marcel, you know that first fight with Patello, I was like, I liked her in that fight, you know? You liked her in both, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think she's pretty good. I, I like, I think she's underrated, guys. I just think she's being overlooked again. You know, just be careful. That's all I'm saying. Gabe, you're a smart guy. You know what you're doing. So I'm not going to, like, tell you, like, not to, to make your bed because you know what you're doing. And you know, I might be wrong about this one, but I actually think Luana's going to win the decision. Adam, you yeah. know what it is, man? The thing what? is, I was like, I give Luana uh, the, the benefit of the doubt against Ariana Lipsky. Yeah. And she completely blew that. You yeah. know, so I got Lipsky in that one. It's actually good for me. It worked out. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> so I actually uh, thought that fight would take place in the feet, and at the time, I thought Lipsky was the better striker. But I think over time, we naturally yeah. know Carolina's better. That's the thing. Let me just talk about the fight. Let me get my thoughts. So, yeah. really, I think that you know she has a seven-inch reach advantage. She actually uses it better than like uh, Kim, the girl in the last fight. Like Kim gets pushed back a lot. I mean, Caroline could too, but I think she actually has some power. I mean, she, I was in Brazil and in the fight catch where she knocked her down with a head kick. Um, she couldn't knock her out, but she beat the shit out of Cashewara for three rounds. It was pretty fun to watch, actually. Um, that the cheat, uh, the eye poker Cashewara. No, I'm kidding. But uh, I, I just think he's really underrated, guys. Like she's won multiple fights as an underdog. Now she's underdog again. She has a big reach advantage. Um, she is a good striker. She does have power. She's very tactical on the feet. She has great takedown defense. It's 88. That's against a really good grappler and not uh, Goodidez. Even Patel is not a bad grappler. So I I think she could win this fight now. The, the worry here is the judges, you know, obviously, because it's in England and McCann walks forward, right? She's always walking forward. So, you know, it wouldn't surprise me, obviously, at all if McCann won the fight. But I'm going to stick with my read. I'm going to go with Luana by decision. That's my read here because I do think she's going to hit McCann more than she gets hit back. And I think ultimately the judges will see the damage inflicted and will win earn her to the decision. But it's going to be a dog fight. I think it could actually be one of the better fights of the card, to be honest, Marcel. I think it's going to be a good fight. I know I'm on an island here, guys, but I'm, I'm going to go with the underdog in this one. By the way, J or, uh, Luana Carolina looks like the long-lost sister of Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah, I guess she does. <laughs> Let me get some comments here. Joe likes meatball. Yeah, I mean, I completely understand it, guys. Dirty Reg's actually going with uh, Carolina as well. Luana's can I don't think so, Dave. I mean, everyone says that, but she just won two straight fights as a dog. You know, she's 3-1 in the UFC, and she's pretty good, man. Honestly, she's not bad. I don't think she's a, a scrub at all. That was a good bet, Tristan, especially the size in that fight, right? Um, and Brandy doesn't think, you know, if, if a fight goes to score, I understand that. That's that's the that's the worry here. I don't think I'm gonna bet it, but I'm gonna I have to make a pick. I have to pick every fight. I'm gonna stay away from it probably. But you know, I think over two and a half is not a bad play. I think that's the play here because I think this fight goes the distance. So are you Marcel? This is going the distance. Guys. Oh yeah, right? for sure. Yeah. That's a better play, I think, now that I think about it. It's at minus two ninety the fight going the decision. That sounds like the play. I mean, if you know, Luan is pretty tough and so is McCann, and they're both they're both tough, man. I think this fight's going three rounds, guys. So that's the way I would I would do it. I, I think that's safer because they don't have to worry about the judges, right? It's not like Luana's a massive dog. If she was plus 200, I would definitely have to bet on her. Plus 120, it's like, 
you know, I, I need a better number. But again, I have to pick every fight here. Got to give you guys my my honest assessment of the fight. I think Luana is going to be the more effective striker and win the decision. So we'll see what happens. Go to the next fight here. I'm going to start this one off, Marcel, this time. I've been getting you to start it off. I'll start this one off. Gunnar Nelson, Takashi Sato. Gunnar's a huge favorite. Minus 450. Sato's plus 360. Gunnar wins the fight, guys. I mean, this is an easy fight for him. The UFC's given him a very, very uh, favorable matchup in his return. You know, the worry, obviously, is the layoff. He hasn't fought since 2019. That's a that's obviously a worry, but he's fighting a guy who took the fight, like, two, what, two weeks' notice, Sato? A guy who is terrible on the ground. He's been submitted three times in his career. Two of his last three fights ended with him getting subbed. He's got power, obviously. You know, he's got some power on the feet, and he's training at Sanford. So there's a lot to like about Sato, but not in this spot, you know? He's fighting a guy in Gunner who's, you know, fought the best best in the world. You know, he submitted some of the best guys. And the losses are not to bad guys. Gilbert Burns, Edwards, Ponzinibbio, Maya. These are not bad losses, you know. Guys, are, he's a stud. The layoff is the concern because he hasn't fought in three years, Marcel. Just like Pavlovich earlier. That's the, that's the concern here. But, you know, he's, he should win this fight all day. And I think he subs the guy. So that's the way I'm looking, Marcel, is submission. It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's even money. So, or minus 110. So... It's not great odds, guys, but I think that's the way this fight goes. I think he takes him down, subs him. I like Gunnar Nelson by sub. I, I really like it. I think it's it's a square play. I get it, but I think that's what happens here. What do you think, Marcel? Dude, Gunnar Nelson needs one takedown, yeah. and he will have, we will sub him. And then he can go back to uh, to Iceland to eat uh, boiled sheep's hat again. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I mean... easy fight to call. I, yeah, I, I really do, I, yeah. I, I mean, so. it's, it's striker against grappler. I don't see... Uh, Sato doing anything, you know, besides the striking. But I think if he strikes, he will he will take him down and he will sub him. So, yeah. like, I, the thing is, this is a perfect comeback fight for Conor Nelson. And I completely agree with you, yeah. first round submission. I'd be surprised if it not happens. Yeah, so, again, this guy's been subbed out three times in his career. Um, but they were in different rounds, two, three, and four. But, I mean, honestly, like, Conor's better on the ground than Baeza, Muhammad, and Franca. So, I mean, he can get out there quick. First round sub... My gunner is plus 280. So if you have that book that has that specific odds, you could do that. Under under under's a good play, Gabe. Under is a good play in this fight, guys. I think I don't I typically gave you know for me or everyone listening, like I I I try to stay away from the under one and a half because you don't really get much time, but occasionally there is the fight like that. Like there was a fight last year, Ryan Spann against Misha Sirkinov. It was under one and a half. I was like, that's easily gonna cash and that fight ended in like a minute. You know, this fight should end pretty quick. Um so yeah, I think that's actually not a bad play. A plus money to get uh, the under in this in this spot. Um, I think Gunner wins the fight. You know, even you could even do like the fight doesn't go to decision. It's only minus two ten. That's really cheap, guys. I think. You know, that seems really low minus two ten because if Gunner loses, if he loses Marcel, I think he'll be getting caught with like a knee or like an elbow or a punch or something. Like he'll be caught with some crazy shit or an eye so, poke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that's not a bad play because I don't think he wins the decision. I don't think this guy's not going to be able to survive on the ground for fifteen minutes. I don't think so. Yeah. Three more fights. Patty Pimblett, Marcel's favorite fighter in the UFC against Rodrigo Vargas, my favorite fighter. No, I'm kidding. This fight is, it's, I, I talked about it when it got made. It's a complete mismatch and the odds reflect it, guys. Patty Pimblett, he opened at minus 225. Now he's minus 500. And now Rodrigo's plus 360. So Patty's the biggest favorite, I think, on the card right now, Marcel. And I mean, I'll just start this one off. I fully expect him to win. Like, he should win the fight, you know, all day. Um, Rodrigo Vargas is not a great fighter, guys. He's just he's kind of like like one of the lowest ranked guys in the division. I know he beat Ju in the last fight. It's not a bad win actually to have. That guy's a decent prospect, but you know the Brock Weaver fight was like you know it was a legal knee. It wasn't like he he lost like you know it, to be fair. But 
it's not nothing special. And the solo fight, that guy's nothing special. Just like there's nothing special with this guy. He's tough. The only thing is he's kind of tough, right? That's the only thing. He hasn't been knocked out yet. So, you know, but I think Patty can get him out of there, man. I think the UFC's just giving Patty a layup fight. He's literally fighting the worst guy in the division. Patty Pimblet by knockout in the first round. What do you think? When I saw the fight, man, I was like, they really did it again. Yeah. You know? They really gave him an easy fight. Because Kazula Vargas, I don't see he sucks, but he's not UFC caliber in my opinion. And he had a good win against Rongzu, don't get me wrong. You know, yeah. don't get me wrong. <laughs> but um and they probably will play it out on the broadcast like he actually should have been 2-0 and because uh, he actually won the fight against Weaver, but he made a mistake and he knocked him out, blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. You know, you guys just want Pimblet to have another win in the UFC. He will get the win and he will win with submission in the first round. Are you thinking it's soft? You think it's submission? Yeah, okay. So let's Pimblet. go to some props here. Let's take a look at some props, guys. We got Because I think all of us are picking Pimblet, obviously, right? Pimblet by knockouts plus 220. Pimblet by submissions plus 210. So... You're getting plus money on both those, and they both seem like to be a pretty high chance of happening. Um, Patty in the first round by knock was plus 550. Patty first round submission plus 550. I, I think he ends this fight pretty fast. The only thing is, again, Vargas is kind of tough, so maybe he has to work for the win, but I, I don't think so. This is such a This is him. like they, they do it with guys they want to hype up. They give them like a guy who's, uh, who won his last fight, but is it really that going to do a lot? You know, I remember when they booked Sean O'Malley with uh, Jose Quinones, you know, and Quinones was like, I think four and two or five and two in the UFC. I was like, he's probably the least great bantamweight with a positive record in the UFC, you know, and they know that as well. They they watch they watch it closely as well. They know what they're doing, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, this guy's he's not great. I mean, but again, he is tough. Like, he's, he's not an easy guy to get out of there, so... You know, Patty might have to work for it. I should just check my might as well check Patty decision. What's that? Patty by decision is plus three forty-five. I mean, you're getting crazy odds on that, but I don't I think the fight ends inside the distance. Let's get some comments. This guy's just saying you gotta, you know, give him credit for being tough. He is tough, you know, could be enough to make it 50 minutes. Because he was tough, yeah, he is. Gabe likes Patty but sub. Could 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 be. Me too. Like I said, I was leading a knockout, but you guys are making me think more about the uh, the submissions. So I'll take. A, I have to because I'm in a pool right now. I'm actually in second place with like 40 guys, and you know it's really good money. So uh, I have to predict like the the method too. So I got to nail this one. I'll think about this one a little more. I was leading a knockout, but you guys are making me think about a sub. So I'll think about that too. Because again, you know, Rodrigo hasn't been knocked out yet. You know, I just feel like he's going to put on a show for the fans. That's what I think is going to happen here. All right, co-main event. Two more fights left. Co-main event: Arnold Allen, Dan Hooker. At featherweight, and the odds are a pick them minus one ten each. So the closest fight, I believe, on the card according to odds. Give me your thoughts on this one, Marcel. Co-main event. You saw how Dan Hooker looked today. Where uh, media day or something? I, yeah. I didn't see how 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 thin uh, out is he? Dude, he looked very uh, like like they had to kind of a bad weight cut. Let me let well, me show you. I mean, he hasn't fought featherweight in like what six years now, guys. Like it's been yeah. A while, I show you know? I show you the picture right now in the in the in your chat uh, in your in your DM. You can see it. So uh, he he looked. I think he looked really bad, man. I don't know, but uh, maybe maybe I'm off. You know, maybe he, he will look good in the. I mean, whatever in the fight. But I feel like I always told you, man, Hooker is super tough and he can hang with the good with the with the best guys, but he will never be a top five guy, in my opinion. You know, I don't see that. He was at a certain moment, I know, but I don't see him making that run to the title. Um, 
and it's got stuff for when you all get older to cut all that weight. And he said in 2016, I'm never going to be- go back to featherweight. And now he's back at featherweight, you know. Um, I got to go with Allen. You know, I know Allen has some hiccups in his, in his fights as well in the UFC. I know he's still undefeated, but uh, he had some bad fights with Burnell, for example, where he got pretty much... Uh, got dominated for the whole the whole fight and then he got to nowhere at that ninja choke i think um i get arnold allen here by decision I, I that's that's how i look at it man i think allen's one of the best bets in the card i'm gonna say it right now he's gonna be one of my best bets for bookies.com this week in the article because he's minus 110 and i think he wins the fight this guy's on an eight fight win streak he has all the momentum in the world he's one of the most underrated featherweights in the world the guy does not get his due he is a really good fighter He's beaten some really good fighters in the UFC. He doesn't fight often enough. He's only like once a year for some reason. But when he fights, he looks good. I mean, I've always been impressed with this guy. Other than the Burnell fight where he was almost losing until the end, I've been impressed with him pretty much every fight. I mean, the guy is just a good fighter, man. Dan Hooker, you know, I'll say this. He's going to have a big size and reach here, guys. Uh, height and reach, I should say, because he's going to be um, four inches taller with five inches of reach, right? And, you know, if it turns into a technical striking match, I mean, that could, you know, play into his favor. But I feel like Allen's really good at mixing the fight the fight up. Like, he's really good at mixing things up. So is Hooker, to be fair. Hooker's a good good mixed martial art. They're both really complete fighters. Like, they're both really, really good complete fighters. But I look at one guy in Allen as just on the rise, man. And Hooker is being on the decline. And you're getting him at even money, like, basically. I think he's probably one of the better bets in the card, guys. You have to go with that Arnold Allen here. You have to, right? Yeah, and decision, so. too. I think that's the way it probably goes. I mean, it seems like it goes to the decision. Hooker's tough as nails. So I was looking at that. It's like plus 180 odds. It's not bad, you know? I like Allen in this fight, man. Like I said, he's going to be one of the best bets. Could end up looking like a dumbass come Saturday night with Hooker goes out there and just jabs him to death for three rounds. But I can't see him winning that way, man. And, you know, I know Hooker's a good wrestler, too. But at 145, like, you know, if he's going to wrestle in this fight, it's going to take his gas up. I, I don't like this move for Dan Hooker in his career. You know, at age 32, Going back to 145 after um, six years away from this division, I don't like this move at all for him. I'm not sure why he's making it. Um, I guess he's just maybe a last-ditch effort to get a title shot in the UFC, I guess. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, Donald, Arnold Allen wins the decision in this fight, guys. I'm pretty, pretty confident that's going to happen. Let's get some comments here. Joe likes Allen by knockout. Maybe, I mean, because, again, his chin's going to be compromised. Then Cooker a little bit. Allen decision. Allen by default. <laughs> default. It's funny. Yeah, Hooker, I mean, that's, well, he's got to cut, what, 17 more pounds almost? Uh, Jesus. Um, I don't like it either. I don't think it's a good move for his career. But, you know, guys do this all the time. They think that, you know, massive weight cut's going to help them out. Uh, you know, he lost to Islam, Chandler, and Poirier. Like, there's no shame in that at all. Stay at that weight class. I'm not sure why he had to move down. Al decision. I like I like the value's good. Plus 180. I think that's the most likely way this fight ends. No idea, man. What's going on, Mac? I have no idea. Crazy that I don't have a client way uh, top 10. Yeah, you know, he's just doing it slowly. Like, I remember sitting on my laptop my old house watching that fight in uh, fought Alan Omer in, like, Abu Dhabi or something like that. And the Roy Nelson and uh, Antonio Noguera card, I believe that was. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's the card where Benil got knocked out by Ramsey Major and I lost a lot of money on Benil. And I still can't believe that fight happened. This was one of those weird, like, uh, Alexander Hernandez against Benil. Same thing, right? Like, a fluke, right? So remember that that crazy card where uh, Rick Story won against Garner Nelson and yes. Charlie Bre- Charlie Brenneman yeah. won against who was it again? Well, that's a different card, but I know Charlie Brenneman beats. Uh, I can't remember who it was now, but he had big upside win against Rick yeah. Story. He beat Rick Story actually. Yeah, that but there was, was another card thing. that Rick Story beat Gunner. Uh, Blahovitz beat uh, Ilya Latifi at the time. Yeah. he was a big underdog, and everyone you know that. was surprised. So 
Hey Blake, what's up? This guy, see, that's like my favorite move of all time, man. Super bad right there. So can't see Hooker Allen. Uh, yeah, what's the fight going the distance? Just over two and a half. What is that? Minus, yeah, it's minus one one uh, sixty-five. That's not bad either, guys. Pretty sure this fight goes distancing. Maybe Allen surprises. Yeah. He did knock down Yusuf in the last fight. Maybe surprises gets a knockout, but I, I think a decision is most likely. Allen by knockouts plus six hundred though. If you like that, looks like we do, we all like Allen here, which is interesting. I mean, it kind of scares you because the line is still even. Everyone likes him, but <laughs> Hooker sees something in Allen knows he can beat. I just think it's like an opportunity to beat the guy. I think he's ranked in the top ten, Arnold Allen. So like, if he wins a fight, he could be like, all right, give me Yair Rodriguez, give me Brian Ortega, and if I win that fight, I'll get a title shot. That's what mm -hmm. I think. But it also makes you wonder because I think isn't Volkanovski his teammate? He's the champ. It's kind of weird, right? So it's, I don't really understand it to be honest with you. I think it's a bad move. Worry for Allen. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. The tri-star thing. I still think he's good, man. The hot hand issues, yeah, for sure. Hooker the biggest step up in Allen's career. I don't know. I think Sardik Yusuf's a good fighter, man. You know, and I also think that you know some of these guys that yeah, looking back now, they're not good, but or something like 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 Baz Burnell's not a bad win at all. I and mean, he looks better in hindsight, actually, that one. But you know, even at the time, I don't think. I'm not sure if saying it's a great one, but you know, it wasn't bad to have like it's not a bad thing to have a win over Gilbert Melendez and Rose. And that guy was a compromised version. I'm just saying it's it's a good name to have. But I guess looking at it right now, I'd say Yusuf is the best win he has. So I guess I guess Hooker actually would be, to be fair. Like, well, I'll, I'll say that. But I think I think Yusuf actually beats Hooker too, to be honest with you. So Marcel, I think would you pick Yusuf in that one against? Hunter? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So all Hooker's losses, 155 complete washed in the Dustin fight. He took him down a lot in that fight. He, he mixed it up really well. Such an amazing fight. Alan drops a geek. He did. All right, last fight. Main event. Tom Aspinall, minus 130 versus Alexander Volkov, plus 110. You know, guys, like this has been – this is a kind of a head-scratcher, honestly. Like it's – I've been on a roll of main events. I think I've nailed like the last six or seven in a row and since like Nagano uh, beat uh, – gone. I got that one wrong. But, and, you know, this one I'm kind of on the fence about, honestly. Uh, I think it's, you know – not an easy fight to call at all, Marcel. I think it's a very tricky fight to call because, you know, Tom's looked great, right? Like he's looked awesome. I bet on him and I think all his fights actually, and he's looked phenomenal, but you know, he's still on tested going five rounds, right? Like that's the biggest concern I have. Volkov's obviously been in the five rounds. He's proven his durability over the years, but at the same time, you know, I, you know, Tom Aspinall is a very special fighter, man. He's just a special guy. Like I think he's, the kind of guy that could be a champ because he just he, he he's too, he's a true mixed martial artist like he really mixes it up and if i i guess i'm not saying being arlovsky is a great win because i expected him i expected him to knock him out but that fight and the fact that i watched it again the other day the fact that he went for that double a takedown out of nowhere and got the neck so quick the fact he choked him out it just showed me that this guy's fight iq is like next level he's got a ground game he has striking he's fast he's young and here's the thing volkov is always like you know most of his fights, anyways, he has the size and reach and the height and reach. It's only two inch uh, height and two inch reach in this fight. It's really not that much. Um, so, honestly, Marcel, although I am still, I'm definitely worried if this fight gets extended and goes to the later rounds, uh, you know, it's probably going to be a losing bet if you bet in Aspinall, honestly, guys. But the guy's special, man. And Volkov has been finished before, he has been dropped before. Um, and I think Aspinall can get him out of there. So, I'm, I'm going to go with Tom Aspinall with a knockout in this one, Marcel. That's my pick. Not a confident pick, guys. I got to be honest about this one. This one's it's an iffy one, but got to stick with my read on this guy. I think he's a special talent, man. And Volkov, you know, he's been knocked out a couple times. And I think that Aspinall can, can land. He can probably get him out of there too. So that's my pick, Marcel. Tom Aspinall, TKO. Give me your thought on this one, man. So yeah, Aspinall did part of his training camp over here in the Netherlands with uh, Rico Verhoeven. 
and Benjamin Adebuyi, um sharpen up his striking. Um, Volkov, yeah, the thing is with Volkov, man, it doesn't do anything for me, you know, it doesn't hype me up. I was like, oh, Volkov's fighting, okay. You know, he's very, his basics are really good. He's a tough fighter. He fights well. He can go, he, he has a good striking. He is good. He's pretty well-rounded, you know. Nothing special to me, in my opinion, you know. Um, just a very good, tough heavyweight. But the thing is, if you look at him, man, I mean, he should have had the title shot already, you know, but he blew it. And all of his chances, the Lewis one, he was super close, you know, and he got knocked out. Then he lost to Cyril Gam, pretty decisive, you know. So And, and the Curtis Blades one. So he blew it three times already to get to a title shot. So um, for Aspinall, Aspinall is looking very good. You know, I think he has uh, he has a 100% finishing record. Only only one one fight went to his second round with uh, Arlovsky. He won that one as well. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, his winning. I know his, his losses went to his second round as well. Um, I'm going crazy, man. I think I'm picking, I'm picking Aspinall first round knockout. Let's go crazy. I mean, both picked it. That's crazy. So I'm, I'm surprised, you know. I'm seeing obviously a lot of people are on different sides of the fence of this fight. It's it's one of the closest fights to Kari. It's it's a hard fight to pick. I hope my main event record stays intact, guys. I mean, killing with the best bets too for bookies, and I hope I get another winning one here. But you know, it's definitely. I guess I'm a little bit less confident than you, but I still have to make that pick, Marcel. I'm with you. First round knockout. That's going to be my pick. And let's take a look at that. What are the odds on that, guys? Uh, Aspinall by knockout is plus two fifty. I mean, there's good odds right there. But first round, Tom Aspinall. Plus 750. Wow. Well, I'm going to have to take a stab on that because the odds are pretty <laughs> good. So that's what we're both taking. So, Marcel, uh, you know, that was a lot of fun to break down, man. That, this card's going to be awesome. I think we had yeah. mostly the same picks, but there was a couple we had different. Uh, Luana was the one, and I think there was one of the prelims. Uh, Craig, I think, was another one. So, um, yeah, I mean, it should be a great card, though, man. Looking forward to it, Marcel. Let me get some comments here, guys. Let's see what you guys are saying. Aspinall's good with his massive step up. It is, but I still think Volkov's beatable, man. I've seen him. I've seen him. I've been watching the guy fight for over a decade. You know, he's he's he can lose. He can he's and he loses fights he should win too, Marcel. That's the worst thing with this guy sometimes. But he also mm -hmm. wins fights he should lose, like the Verdun fight. Everyone thought he was going to lose that fight. He won. Aspinall Milosic similar than uh, Ty Milosic. Yeah, fights suck. People bet it. Yeah, because the odds are good, but both guys can lose. I mean, I, I'm not betting it, but unless some of those props, I don't think I can. I, I don't think I'm going to make a straight bet on this one. I think I'll, some props. But from DraftKings, Tom Aspinall is going to – he's only like 8,300, so I'll have him in a lot of my teams this weekend. Um, all of the undercards, underrobes better than this fight. It's, it shouldn't be five rounds. That's the problem I have with this one. I, I just wish it wasn't five because I don't think it needs to go five, you know. Aspinall's resume is not that good. Eh, it's it's not great. I agree, but I, I still think he's special, man. I think he's special. Aspinall lets full cups at the range to the boxing match while good for points. Yeah, like I said, if this fight gets extended, he's going to lose. I'm going to be ripping up my ticket on Aspinall, you know, because he's not going to win a five-round decision, I don't think. I have Volkov's last 11, team round three. Yeah, he does need to finish him early. I agree with that. First, second round, probably. Um, let's see Aspinall going out round one. I mean, sorry, Volkov. He could, man. Minikov finished him in the first round, you know. Um, Tim Johnson also dropped him, I believe, at the end of the first round in their fight, and he didn't finish him, but Tim Johnson almost finished him, Marcel. Right? I had Tim Johnson winning that fight. If That's I what I'm saying, Marcel. Like he's a good Alexander Volkov's a good fighter, but he he's been hurt in fights, guys. Adam called last week's main event exactly. Let's see how this week's goes. What was last week's? I can't remember that, which is crazy. No I'm kidding. Well, it was uh, uh, the uh, Vegas card. Yeah, I, I really predicted it good, man. It was going to be a boring decision. I don't know if I'll nail them both in the row, but I'm going to take first round knockout. Tom, let's see if I get another perfect prediction. I, you know, 
hopefully. <laughs> Great show as always, boys. Thanks, Randy. Appreciate it, man. Momentum could play a part. Um, that's true. That's true, actually, Glenn. If they, they'll start winning, the fans going crazy. I agree with that. I think that's definitely worth you know mentioning, man. Gone could knock a Volk, uh, gone, uh, not did knock a Volk off. Yeah, and different fight though. You know, I think Gaston's more of a finisher too. You know, that's what I would say. Like, because like, again, I don't think Tom can win a decision. Really, he's going to have to finish the fight by knockout or submit him. That's the other way to finish because uh, Volkov's been sub. Yeah. Um, what's the lock night? Hey, what's up, Max? <laughs> the lock of the night. I mean, I like. Uh, I, okay, I hate the word lock. You know, I fuck. You can't use that word. Now the guy's going to lose. No, but. Honestly, the lock on this card is probably Gunner. I would say is the lock, Marcel. Would you say that? That's the lock. Gunner, Pimblet. Yeah, those. There's a few. There's a couple. Um, you know, uh, and, and and then you know the best bet. I think it's Allen. Honestly, like even money or even like minus yeah. one ten, minus one twenty. I think that's a good bet. I really do. Even if he loses, I, I wouldn't feel bad about the bet because I just think it's good bet, good value. You know, and a guy that's on such a, a roll lately. You know what I mean? Momentum's a huge part of picking fights, guys. Like and, and winning fights. Uh, Aspel saying himself he doesn't want to rush and then getting this fight like we clear. Yeah, that was kind of weird. He he wanted like someone lower ranked, I believe. Um, anyways, uh, appreciate that JPH man. Uh, Marcel, I, I mean, I don't want to talk about it for too long, but you know, there's there are a few other cards this weekend. If we'll just yeah. mention them quickly, um, there's a there's a uh, Cage Warriors card. Uh, I have no idea if you're going to be watching that. I, I I do think you you uh, you enjoy Cage Warriors, I believe. Or yeah, scene. Yeah, any thoughts on that? Yeah. I know there was a, a change. I think uh, yeah. Jordan Kutzenich was supposed to fight Paul Hughes. Yeah. And now he's fighting uh, James Handen yeah. uh, for the featherweight belt. So uh, I'll probably catch it. Yeah, why not? Yeah. It's also We have it also now on Eurosport here. So, yeah, both the yeah. rights. So it's it's good. Yeah, I think that's going to be a decent fight. And then the other card would be PFL Challenger Series. I mean, honestly, like, there's not uh, a lot of big names, but there's a Canadian dude on this card, Michael Dufort. He's from Canada, so yeah. he's interesting. And then I think Bruno Miranda is a good prospect. He could win his fight. Um, there's a couple guys in that card that are interesting. And then I just want to get this. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to get a call. People are talking here a lot about Glory, man, because uh, Badahari is going to fight again. That's this weekend? You no. Know? Yeah. It's on oh, Saturday. Nice. It's like, it's like you got knocked out with, with that crazy high kick, right? In the last yeah. fight? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like uh, twenty five minutes from my house. So, <laughs> hey Ryan, uh, I just want to get Ryan's question. Hey Ryan, I just think that you know, honestly, man, if it goes five, you won't want to have a bet on Aspinall because Volkov's proven he can go five rounds. He's probably going to win the fourth and fifth round if the fight gets the. I just, you know, Tom has never been that deep. I mean, the guy definitely could be a cardio machine in the gym for all we know. I, I don't know yet though. Um, I'm just honestly, I'm begging on if you're going to pick him or bet on him, you're begging on a finish. All his wins are by finish. He's never been the distance before. I don't see it going five rounds now. He's never been the di- okay once as an amateur, three three minute rounds. He went nine minutes once. He's gonna go twenty five. I don't think so. I don't think so. But I mean, fuck, it happens once in a while. Bigfoot and uh, Mark Hunt went five rounds once. Like, <laughs> I I'm, I'm I bet so much right in the fight, not going the distance, Marcel. I can't believe that one, man. That was like ah. Oh. Uh, anyways, that's it for today's show, guys. By the way, also, yeah, some ahead, to, also some love for CFFC. Tomorrow. Oh yeah, that's right. That's the other card. Yeah, yeah. the odds are up as well for that. Um, I didn't really look at that card yet because we don't we don't cover odds breaker yet. Yeah. But um, in the future. But yeah, there's another card as well. Anyways, let's plug our stuff. Marcel, let's get out of here, man. It's, it's late. It's Big Marcel twenty four on Twitter, Instagram, and you can find my articles on the Eurosport Dutch Eurosport website on the mixed martial arts section. Hey guys, yeah, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Martin Podcast MMAoddsbreaker.com. It's on our YouTube channel. You guys know iTunes, Spotify. Google Pod. It's all all the links are there. Check them all out. They're all work. I'm also on mymenus.com, bookies.com, my best bets out uh probably tomorrow or Thursday, I believe. Probably tomorrow actually I need to go up. 
So check that out, bookies.com. Got to plug those guys. It's my full-time job now. Really enjoy it. But I love doing the podcast with you, Marcel. It's so much fun. Appreciate the, the comments tonight, guys. A lot of, uh, you know, people in the chat, which was awesome. Um, and then, you know, obviously, Marcel was good that uh, we were able to figure out the time for this week. But <laughs> back to normal next week, 5 p.m. Eastern time, Monday, Tuesday. We'll be uh, recapping UFC London. And then we'll be previewing UFC Columbus on next Tuesday. So talk about then. Peace out, guys. Have a great weekend. See you guys.